Entrepreneur on Fire 993. I don't want to live in a world where the loudest voice wins. I want to live in a world where the best ideas win. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. Don't waste another minute of your time searching for website resources. HostGator offers site hosting and design and marketing services. Visit HostGator.com slash fire in the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Are you hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dory Clark. Dory, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Dory is the author of Reinventing You and the newly released Standout. A former presidential campaign spokeswoman, she teaches at Duke University's Fuqua School of Business and is a consultant and speaker for clients such as Google, Morgan Stanley, and the World Bank. So Dory, this isn't your first rodeo, meaning you're a amazing 29th repeat guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. You first appeared back in episode 728, so about 250, 60 episodes ago. So uh, say again, what's up to Fire Nation? Give us a quick fill-in about what's going on in your world and a little glimpse uh, at your personal life. Yeah, thank you. Well, I... uh you know, I'm an author and entrepreneur. I just uh, got back uh, from uh, about a month-long book tour for Stand Out. And when I'm not teaching at Duke, I'm giving lectures and I'm excited. The, the work that I do is about helping people really get their best ideas out there and recognized so that they can have the impact they deserve. So that fires me up. Well, Dora, you are a big hit the first time around. So again, Fire Nation, if you want to hear her amazing story, and it really is amazing. Go check out eofire.com. Just in the search bar, search door. You'll find this episode, of course, but also episode 728 to hear her worst moments, her aha moments, and all the greatness. And, and we're going to be dipping into a couple because she has some new stories for us. But the reason why I brought Dory back on specifically was to talk about Stand Out. So let's talk about this for a second, Dory. Like, what is the reason you went forward with this. And I, I just kind of want to analyze it from an entrepreneurial perspective. So break it down for us. What is Standout all about? Standout, essentially, John, is about how to become a recognized expert in your field, which I, I think is something that a lot of your listeners are interested in. And I actually wrote the book because it was something that I was interested yeah. in. I've, I've been an entrepreneur uh, for the past nine years, and I really wanted to crack this puzzle. I wanted to understand why the people who are the best in their industry, whether it's business or technology or science, 
why they got to the top. What what did they do? What does it take? And so writing this book, Stand Out, was an opportunity for me to interview 50 top thought leaders and essentially try to reverse engineer their success and, and create a roadmap so that regular professionals could follow that. So it's really interesting that you said that phrase, that you wrote the book because it's something that you wanted to learn. I mean, I started Entrepreneur on Fire because I wanted to learn how successful entrepreneurs succeeded, but also you know, how they failed and learn from those failures and those aha moments. So it is that thing. And and being a recognized expert is so, so critical on so many levels. And I think it's been an incredibly valuable for a number of my past guests. So let's kind of break down specifically, maybe a couple of the really cool stories and takeaways. Like who are who were some of your favorite, I don't want to actually make, make you say the favorite ones, but who are some of the unique people that you interviewed that you can kind of break down for us right now to kind of give us a little insight? Yeah, absolutely. So what I discovered in the course of writing Standout is that essentially if you want to become a recognized expert, there's, there's two key pieces that you have to keep your eye on the whole time. The first is actually coming up with substantive ideas. If you're a professional, you want to be known uh, for what you do. You you want to have some heft behind you. So it's it's the quality of that. But it's also, the second part, about spreading those ideas uh, and, and having a willingness to roll up your sleeve and, and talk about it and, and get it out there into the, uh, the public sphere. So when it comes to how do you create uh, interesting ideas, how do you create something new? Uh, one of the people that I profiled is actually a former consulting client of mine. His name is Eric Schott, mm. and he is the he's today recognized as one of the top scientists in America. Uh, he is with Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, and he's written more than 200 peer-reviewed papers on everything from Alzheimer's to diabetes. But what's really interesting about him and I think what made him uh, you know, be a standout in his field is that he was one of the first people to recognize the power of big data and what it could accomplish in biology. And the reason he was able to see that early on and other people were not is that his initial training wasn't in biology. It was in math and computer science. And so coming in from this outside perspective enabled him to have the quantitative skills and just the, the, the ability to have enough distance to say, wow, this is something that could actually really help our profession. And I think, you know, the, the lesson for that is when it comes to creating interesting ideas, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, it is very hard to innovate if you place yourself too squarely within one tradition because it's really hard to know what the difference is between doing something the way it's always been done because it's a habit and doing something the way it's always been done because anything else is literally impossible. If you bring in outside perspectives, whether it's because of past professional training or your hobbies or just who you are as a person or your background, you are able to ask different questions and therefore to get different answers that can sometimes really lead to breakthroughs. So there's something random that just popped into my mind when you were sharing that, and that's Uber. Now, for me, you know, I look at the taxi industry, and I was so frustrated with it for two decades. I mean, the, the two decades that I used it, and, you know, I just saw all these issues with it, and all I did was complain about riding in a taxi. 
But, you know, that's just all I did was just complain. And it seemed like nothing changed in the taxi world forever. I mean, it was always the same. You got in, you know, it was kind of smelled bad. I mean, they were on the phone. They were yelling into their cell phone. There's just all these issues I was seeing. But I never thought about it to do anything differently. But obviously, the taxi industry was happy just staying status quo. They were obviously doing well. But then it took an entrepreneur to come in and say, hey, this is how, you know, your personal driver could be, where you actually rate them after. So they have a reason to treat you nice and vice versa. They're going to rate you so people know going in if you're even worth giving a ride. I mean, it was just brilliant to me. And that's where I, I just love what you're saying about thinking from outside the industry, not just being stuck in that one traditional sect. I mean, that just makes a lot of sense to me. And really the two things, Dory, that you broke down, the coming up with the substantive ideas and then spreading those ideas. I mean, those are two things that are challenging to a lot of people. So can we focus on the first one, the coming up with a substantive idea? Like what did you really find in your research for that phrase that that our listeners, Fire Nation, can hopefully apply to their lives? Well, there's there's a lot of different strategies that people can use, John. And uh, and one of the things that that I talk about and stand out is the fact that it's not it's not so much of a checklist that everybody has to do the same things. It's a little bit more of a smorgasbord that you can be inspired by and uh, and really move forward using different strategies. One is uh, is the the Eric Schott strategy of mi- mixing disciplines or mixing perspectives. Another one, which uh, I, I think a lot of successful entrepreneurs uh, have used is the niche strategy, which is really going deep in one area and then branching out from there strategically. If you stay stuck in a niche, then yes, it can be a limiting thing. But if you use that as an entry point uh, to be able to expand into adjacent areas and uh, you know expand your footprint, then it can become really powerful. Because if you are known as an expert in something narrow, it's an easier playing field because there, there's few people who are fighting. There's a, there's a lot of people who may be experts in technology. There's far fewer that are experts in Periscope mm. or whatever the, you know, the new, uh, the new tech uh, toy or app is. And so that's a place where you can uh, really, you know, elbow, elbow out the competition by, uh, by just going deep, but then you have your place. I mean, very similar to, to what you've done as establishing yourself as an expert in podcasting and then moving into the adjacent area of webinars. I love that example. (laughs) So, Dory, let's talk for a second about the second part, the spreading of those ideas. Because now, you know, you've taken the time as an entrepreneur and you've come up with an idea and you feel like it does have some substance, but you want to test it. You want to get out to the marketplace. You want to spread those ideas. Like, what is, you know, what did you really learn during your research and during your interviews, you know, writing this book standout that you really think would be powerful to share with Fire Nation? Yeah. So what I learned in writing Standout, John, is that there's really a three-step process when it comes to spreading your ideas. And if you uh, if you want to do do it right, if you want your ideas to really take root, uh, it is important to uh, to drill down and follow all of them. The first step is what I call building your network, which is assembling a team around you. Of you know, it, do, it doesn't have to be an official team, but it needs to be a group of trusted. People, trusted advisors, um, you know, personal board of directors or a mastermind group kind of thing where you can get honest 
feedback about your ideas in their earliest stages to help encourage you if you have a good idea and to help, you know, maybe steer you if you have a bad (laughs) idea. Um, The next step is building your audience, which is where you take it to the next level and you begin sharing your idea more broadly. And that is basically content creation. It's being willing to give speeches, to write blog posts, to do podcasts, uh, but to allow the the broader public to hear what you have to say and to let like-minded people find you. And then third and finally, it's about building a community around your idea. And again, you're you're a great case study of all this with something like Podcaster's Paradise because, you know, you can be talking about how podcasting is great all you want and, you know, you build a, a good platform and lots of people listen. But when it really takes off is if you build a community, you know, either a literal community or a virtual community, but a, a group of like-minded people that you are able to bring together around an idea as you have done. And then they start talking to each other. And once that happens, the, the message goes exponential because it carries a lot farther than what any one individual could do. Am I in this book, Tori? I mean, I feel like I should be. No, just yeah. <laughs> well, you are, as a matter of fact. Yes. You, get a, you get a couple of shout-outs. I know. I'm so honored and touched by that. Thank you. And I kind of want to go over these three points real quick. So building your network. I mean, I love this so much because that honest feedback that you talked about that's so critical on this on the way – Fire Nation, this is so important. And and this is where mentors can come in as well because there are people who are where or who were where you want to be. And so why not go to them and have them help and guide you along the way and, and, and get that feedback, ask for it. Fortune favors the bold Fire Nation. There's people out there that can really make this process a lot more streamlined. And number two is building your audience. You know, that's, I love how you put that, which is letting like-minded people be attracted to you. You know, put something out there that's powerful, that's great, that's amazing, and then allow people to, to come into your world and have value waiting for them. And then number three, which is build your community, really have that sense of belonging. And when you brought up Podcasters Paradise and about how people start talking to each other, I immediately went, Dory, to thinking about our private Facebook group. You know, there's now over 2,400 people in Podcasters Paradise, just passionate podcasters. That private Facebook group is like a 24-7 support guidance IT group. I mean, when there's questions, you know, someone has a question, there's 10 answers within an hour. And, you know, and I'm off doing 100 different things. It's the community talking to each other. And that's where the power lies. So I love all of this stuff. So... Let's kind of wrap up this section right here with these three points, which I love of spreading the ideas. Like, what do you really want to make sure that Fire Nation takes away from this part of standout? Well, I think one of the the critical things is to really focus on the question of leverage. Uh, One of the people that I interviewed in Standout is a guy named Robert Scoble, who is a a thought leader in the technology and startup space. And he told me an interesting story, um, which I I think is, is for me, kind of of an interesting thing to muse on. Um, He said that he gets tons of people emailing him with questions all the time. And 
he writes back to them and he says, I'm happy to answer your question, but not on email. He asks them instead to post it on Quora, the question and answer website, and he says he'll answer it there. And the reason is, he told me, if I email one person, I've helped one person. But if I answer the question online, I've helped five people or 50 people or 500 people. And I think for all of us, we need to, to think about how do we play bigger? How do we get more leverage? How do we spread the message further? Is there a way that we can do it so that it, it reaches farther? Because that will enable us to, um, to have more impact, to make more money, to touch more lives. God, I love that. So Dory, I have a pretty impactful question I'm about to ask you. But before I get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, but you're not sure where to find the best candidates? I speak from personal experience when I say that your company is only as good as the people you hire. This is an important step. I also know that posting your job in one place doesn't cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates, but with little time to spare, it's tough to post everywhere. Good news. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire, I can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over 4 million resumes. Just post once, and within 24 hours, you'll be watching your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Getting the right people for your company is so important, and ZipRecruiter can help. Try ZipRecruiter for free today. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Building your website can be tough work, but this is your home base, and therefore, it's incredibly important. There are a lot of moving pieces, and with website hosting, support, design, and marketing all being equally important parts of the equation, finding the right resource is not only time-intensive, but it can become quite frustrating to find what you're looking for. Good news. You don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help, because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder or design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services to help with SEO and PPC. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire and the number 30. So Dory, we're back. And with all of this research that you've done, and I love this last point that you made about the leverage and the scale and impacting many, what are some ways that you've, or that have jumped out to you in this research that you've done that Fire Nation and entrepreneurs can utilize right now? Like what's out there in the world? Like I loved how you mentioned Periscope and there's Meerkat, there's stuff like that. What are some things that you've seen, leverage points like a Quora that Fire Nation can make the most of? Well, I think that, that one, one thing that everyone, uh, in Fire Nation can take advantage of, and it, it's going to be slightly different for each person, but the, the principle holds. And th- I have a whole section in standout on it. It's about leveraging the power of your affiliations. Mm. And what I mean by that is I interviewed Robert Cialdini, the well-known psychologist, and I asked him the question, if you're just meeting someone for the first time, 
is there a, a way that you can stack the deck to make it more likely that that person is going to like you or connect with you? And he said, yes, the one way that you can really do that is as soon as you possibly can in the conversation, try to find a commonality uh-huh. with that person, any kind of commonality. And so similarly, um, what I would suggest for uh, for your listeners is whatever aspects of yourself that you have that are important important to you. you know, any kind of affiliation. It could be where you went to college. It could be what neighborhood you lived in. If there's a civic group or a professional association you're involved in, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is that speaks to you, double down on that and use that as a place where you are meeting people and making connections because they are going to trust you more and faster. You're going to have a deeper bond and it is far more effective to make connections deeply, you know, to, to play in, in two spaces rather than in 10. Um, you don't want to stretch yourself too thin. Uh, you, you want to leverage your affiliations to be able to, to create really powerful connections. And there's a phrase that I love, Dory, that I use every now and then I think is so fitting here. Fire Nation, don't go one mile wide and one inch deep in all these different areas. You're not going to really make any imprint or impact. Go one inch wide and one mile deep. That's where the real impact is going to lie. That's where you are going to be able to get that initial momentum going. And, and man, I am just blown away that you got to chat with Robert Cialdini. I mean, that guy, I really respect him on every level. And Fire Nation, if you haven't read the book Influence, man, that is a page turner from page one literally through the end. It's not one of those books you could, that kind of loses steam. It just it keeps on going. And Dory, you have done a lot of cool things in your life. And all of this research that you've been doing for the book Standout, I mean, there's obviously some really cool things that you came up with. But what was something that really surprised you when you were doing the research, when you were conducting the interviews? What surprised you that you maybe didn't expect you were going to learn during this process? Well, one of the most interesting interviews that I conducted for Standout was with Seth Godin, um, who many of your listeners will know, God, the uh, marketing expert. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I, I felt very lucky. I, I wrote this book so I could get to talk with all kinds of cool folks, Amazing. and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was. Uh, I was meeting up with him in New York City, and uh, and we had this this great conversation, and I was. I think really struck by uh, by some of the insights that he shared. I mean, th- this is this is a guy who makes a ton of money with his speeches. Yeah. He's very highly sought after, and and yet what what I thought was so interesting was two things that he did. One was he was extolling the importance for him of blogging. Uh, he blogs every day, every single day, and he says that the way he thinks of it is. Blogging is something not that he has to do, but something that he gets to do. And he says he is astonished that there is this tool that's out there, free for the taking. And yet, so few people actually take advantage of it and engage with it. He says, you know, why, why is it that everybody's so quick to snap a picture online or send a, you know, a one sentence tweet, but so few people are willing to, to really engage and share their ideas and be generous with their ideas in the more sustained fashion of blogging. Um, he really feels like it's a missed opportunity. And uh, I, I think that 
that's pretty powerful because I, I agree entirely. If you are a professional and you want to be known for your ideas, blogging or other longer form uh, areas of, of content creation, like creating videos or creating podcasts, I think are, are quite valuable. The other thing that he did that I thought was was pretty remarkable. I mean, this is a guy that people would pay a lot of money to get to hang out with, Tons. but it, yeah. Instead, what he, what he does is periodically, every few years, he runs an internship program and he pays the interns because he says, I want them to know that their work with me is valuable. And he, I actually interviewed one of his interns and he, he creates a really interesting, thoughtful community, uh, and, and has brought them together as a community. Literally, they have, they have an alumni group and they get together for meetings. There's about 60 of them who have interned for him over the years. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's a who's who of uh, the next generation of talent. Uh, so he's really created some interesting and important ways of giving back. So Dory, looking back yourself at the finished product of Standout, who, in your opinion, should be reading this book? The people that I would hope would, uh, would find Standout and read it are the people who want to be known for their ideas. And that could be an entrepreneur, that could be uh, someone who is uh, who advocates for a cause and wants to uh, to support the cause. It could even be someone inside an organization that uh, you know that wants to an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur, exactly. But uh, but really, it, it's a book about becoming a recognized expert. And so, if that is something that could lend some power uh, to your business and to your life. Uh, this, this book is, uh, is meant to be a manual for how to do that. So Dory, having interviewed these 50 just phenomenal people and, and learning what you've learned from them, what are some things that are exciting you that are just over the horizon that you're seeing coming up that you really feel that Standout is going to be a part in shaping the visions of the future? Things I'm excited about in my own life or uh, or societal trends? Let's start in your own life and then just continue into societal trends. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, one, one thing which uh, in a, in a uh, fit of, uh, of masochism and overcommitment, I actually decided <laughs> uh, that I would release an ebook right after releasing my actual book. Um, so, uh, so Stand Out is now out and, uh, and imminently, I think probably by the time this episode uh, comes out, there's going to be an ebook available as well called Stand Out Networking, uh, which is meant to be a bit of a, a follow on. And it's a, uh, it's it's an ebook uh, with adaptations of um, it's you know about uh, fifteen thousand words or so, and oh, it's wow. uh, a number of uh, different Forbes posts that I've done, uh, and you know all kind of re- reorganized and rearranged. And it's my manifesto about networking and how to do it right, how to do it authentically in our fast-paced digital society. Um, so that's that's an aspect of standing out, you know, that first piece of building your network. Uh, so that's something that I've been working on and uh, and growing and, and excited about moving forward. Mm. And now let's move into societal. Yeah, so so my hope, my big hope for this, John, is I don't want to live in a world where the loudest voice wins. I want to live in a world where the best ideas win. And it's been frustrating for me as, as we um, keep seeing, you know, just so many screaming matches on TV oh, and, and things like that. And I, so I wrote Stand Out because I want to help the good guys win. I want people with good ideas who just aren't quite sure of how to break through in this noisy world. 
I want to try to help give them some ammunition and some uh, some strategy so that they can do that, so that they can level the playing field and have an honest chance for those ideas to be heard and to win in the marketplace. The phrase that I think really sums up this entire interview and that I just really think should be the reason that Fire Nation, you go out and get the book stand out and, and read the book and really absorb the meaning within, that phrase is, I want to live in a world where the best ideas win. I mean, Fire Nation, I, I mean, how can you not love that? I love that. Like, I love the meaning behind it. I love the honesty and just the goodness behind it. And, and that's the author, Dory Clark, of the book Stand Out. So, so Dory, I've just, again, been honored to have you back on. I'm incredibly honored for the couple mentions within the book, and I, I, I can't wait to dive on into it. And I just kind of want to give you the stage now for maybe just one final kind of call to action to Fire Nation is, is kind of, a, again, a, a return to the stage from 728 to now 993. So take it away, and uh, we'll bid adieu. John, thank you so much. The, the thing that I would like to leave Fire Nation with is the fact that as I've been touring around and talking about standout, I, I hear from some people, oh, you know, it, it's wonderful to have great ideas, but, but that's, that's not for me. That's, you know, that's special people. That's geniuses that can have big ideas. <laughs> and the truth is, all of us can. You have ideas worth contributing, and the, the world needs it. Um, if people are interested, actually, on my website, doryclark.com, it's D-O-R-I-E-C-L-A-R-K, I have a, a free 42-page workbook that I actually created that folks can download uh, that is a list of 139 questions that can help guide you through creating your own uh, your own breakthrough idea and spreading the word about it. Um, and I hope that that and Standout can be a tool because the world needs your voice. It needs your ideas. And I would like to see um, more good people and more ideas get out there and win. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Dory C and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dory, D-O-R-I-E, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. And then again, episode 728 will pop up as well if you want to hear Dory's journey, which is incredible. Fire Nation, call to action. Go to doryclark.com. Check out what she has to offer there. But definitely... Take the time, make the effort, take the plunge, read the book Standout. I would love to hear your feedback on that. John at entrepreneuronfire.com. I will respond personally. And Dory, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey, your just your current journey that you're on right now, the awesomeness of Standout with Fire Nation today. And for that, we once again salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation. Thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb. And to get on it, all you need to do is text EOFIRE to 33444 and get inside my head weekly. Have an inspired day and ignite.